Okay, welcome to Tavern Talk on the Hot Eats Network. So this is a D&D related chat and we're all having a drink and we're all talking about nerd stuff. So hope you enjoy. So I am Dean. I mean, there's no more introduction, is there? Either. <laughs> How long have you been playing D&D for, Dean? Great, great question. Uh, <laughs> hi, I'm Dean, and I've been playing D&D for coming up three years, I think. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons, Alan's here. D&D Alan! Alan! We love you, D&D Alan. <laughs> uh, Alan, let us know what you want to hear us talk about. We're recording a discussion podcast here called Tavern Talk. Okay, we'll carry on with the introductions before we get chatting then. Cool. Um, Sai, uh, I'm going to be the DM for the next campaign coming up. And I've been playing for about three years as well. Started on the same day as Dean. Mm, nice. Yeah. Aww, to become one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm Ash. Uh, I've been playing D&D for, what, like three years as well? Um, have zero interest in DMing, but do quite like being a player. Uh, I'm Kat, and I was a newbie to the group, so I've been playing a couple of years. Um, and joined our little gang. Uh, had a go at a one shot, super new to that, and I'm gonna do another one hopefully soon. Um, let's start off a discussion with our first prompt, which was a submission by a fan that I can't remember the name of. Um, why play D&D? What's the point? That's a great question. That is a good question, actually. Um, to get drunk with your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all we do, Like, let's be honest. It's quite a nice escape from um, like reality. So if you've had like a really bad day at work or a bad day just in general, or you just need something to take your mind off things, then it's quite a nice escape from that. And you can just get sucked into like a totally different little world. Yeah, yeah. it completely takes your like, mindset away from everything that's crap in the world. <laughs> and yeah, it takes you to another world and you can do what you want there. Great. Well, as long as the DM allows it. As long as the DM allows it, yeah. <laughs> you can have your own, well, yeah, but then sometimes you join worlds that, like, you have your own politics there as well, but I don't know. It's yeah, but it's not fun like, that way, it's isn't like it? It's not serious. serious no, it's it? better. Like, yeah. Like, you don't have to discuss, like, I don't know, Brexit or whatever. Legend <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Valen still, yeah. Yeah. We love you, Alan. We, we do. We <laughs> love you, Alan. We do. <laughs> Um, I was dead weird the other day. Did I tell you? Just the other day? <laughs> you can't talk what? about how he stalks Dungeons and Dragons, Alan, whilst he's on the line. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can, because, like, I've, I've, he's our biggest fan. Um, yeah, because we got a new follower on Instagram. I've not told you this yet. Got a new follower on Instagram. And I check out every new follower, just because, you know... Because you're just hot on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I noticed that they liked Dungeons and Dragons. I noticed that their name was Alan, <laughs> and so I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to message this guy." It was. Is it, it you? Was Alan. Is it you, Dungeons and Dragons, um, Alan? And he Alan was like, "Hell yeah!" Has a question for us. Nice, on, Alan. Uh, Shoot. So Alan would like to know what our favourite class and or race that we want to play in future campaigns. Oh, wow! Who wants to start? Who's got an idea? Um, I've kind of got one. Well, it's homebrew though, mine. Is it? Yeah, Panic, so like, yeah, that's interesting. All the new ones you can do now, you can do half and half any race or species. Sorry. Can you? Yeah, the new one rules are allowing you to do half and half of any species. What? Yeah, yeah. So there's <laughs> a rule. Cool. So if you choose like half orc and half halfling, 
there'll be a there'll be like there's a mix for stats for it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that is pretty sick. Um, in fact, mine's not homebrew. Mine's out of a book. I want to play the plasmoid out of um, Spelljammer. That's cool. It's basically just like a big gloopy alien mass with arms and legs, and I'd quite like to play that in a, in a campaign. In a probably in a one shot rather than a campaign but yeah it's so cool yeah I like a silly character for a one shot for sure um, <laughs> I don't know if I have any like ideas of what class or race I want to play I think I, at some point I probably kind of just want to play all of them um, like I've never played like a cleric or a paladin or anything like that and I think it's because they're typically seen as a little bit boring oh. I'm not but <laughs> yeah, healing's I, I, I not as fun as smashing things is it no. um, one idea that I did have for a one shot that I still want to play at some point I haven't decided on the class and race for it but I really want a character that's based out of based on the hormone monstrous from Big Mouth yes um, oh I my god yes <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of an idea for like a future one shot that I want to do. I wonder what race you'd have for that. Like, could you be what's the lion person? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, like yeah. a lion because she's got the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, She'd probably be a bard. Yeah. <laughs> My one I want to play is a bard, but a changeling bard, and ah, earns sick. It, they earn their living off ripping off famous bards nice. <laughs> by traveling around, and that's how they get information that from people incredible. and get to the biggest parties. Would you rip off Easy G? Yes. One of, <laughs> I love him. He's love one of the top things ever. Yeah, but he'd find out where they are and then he'd perform somewhere else in a different city nice. and like just reap in the benefits of it. Or like go ahead of their tour. Yeah. <laughs> like make fake Play tour posters. Yeah. <laughs> Playing the changelings are really good. Like you, it's just, you've kind of just got to remember to do changeling stuff because obviously and I've you've got to remember the rules. <laughs> and remember the rules. But I feel like I didn't use it to my advantage as much. So I think yeah. if I was going to do it, Again, I use the changeling stuff a lot more than I actually did. Yeah, I think, yeah, the changelings are well cool. Like, for a rogue as well. Yes, yeah, It'd be like, you could be the person you're killing to get <laughs> in. Like, it kills anything. Mm, yeah. I mean, you can you can do that to an extent with, like, alter self and whatever, but, again, it just... If your DM allows the spell to be used as it should be, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> uh, not casting too much shade there. Um... We're in laser run. Some called Ryan's just joined. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Ryan. Raymond Salt. What a Raymond name. Salt. What a guy. Drops of Jupiter's just joined. What a lid. Lid. That nice. could be the name of your next back character you want to play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a tabaxi. It does, doesn't yeah, it? it does. Oh, do you know what my favourite character that I played was? Um, Smoke on the. We went there for Smoke on the Water, we? No. That tabaxi I played in your one shot. Cool. And he was like an absolute sleaze bag and he was really like. I used him in my as a like a little mini intro in my campaign, but he was a tabaxi right? fighter, fighter, and he was just like awesome. And he called himself Jeff Le- Jeff Leopard Jeff as his nickname. <laughs> but his tabaxi name was Smoke on the Water. That's so um, cool. Alan says, as a forever DM, if oh. he's ever given the opportunity to be a player, he'd want to be a Minotaur monk. That sounds sick. amazing. Wow. <laughs> That's Insane. so sick. That's mint. That's mint. I did. Um, we talked about the idea. I did want to play like a centaur at one point. I mm. think that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be very Imagine cool. your walking speed. It'd be well fast. Yeah. <laughs> Just sprinting, going. Yeah. And we got like the climb be... speed as well or something. Yeah, we're, they had something stupid like a climb speed. Yeah, we were talking about like, how, how, how does the centaur, centaur climb? climb? How? <laughs> yeah. Cl- spider centaur. Spider centaur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, what was about mine be? Well, I didn't know about that with the one D&D rules about the half and half thing. But yeah. now, I, now I do. It would probably be something like, uh, like a, 
um, a warforged plasmoid or something, and I'd, yes. I'd create a backstory about it being like a science experiment gone wrong. You know, cool. a mixture of science and magic. Um, in terms of like a class, um, what have I played so far? Like a paladin, a wizard. Uh, well, that's pretty much it, other than one shot stuff, isn't it? I, I'm interested. You know what? I love playing a bard. Yeah. Because I've played bards in one shots, and they're just so fun that, like, yeah, you just don't have to be serious, and I don't like serious characters. No. Um, Big CBI on serious side. Yeah, my favourite character I've played is Jasper. Jasper, yeah. 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 And everyone hate that, hated how peppy he was. I quite liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely like playing a bard. Um, so playing no. Flatulenza is so much fun. Um, Alan, for your reference, if you haven't heard of Flatulenza yet, she's called Flatulenza Vento, and she's an air ganassi bard that is world-renowned for the sound of her farts, um, often to the tune of Careless Whisper, um, <laughs> <laughs> because of the spell Dissonant Whispers. Um, but yeah, I think bards are so much fun. What I surprised myself that I enjoyed playing um, was actually a rogue. I played, uh, that was the, what was she called? Bloody Mary, the Bloody bat. Mary. Bloody Mary, yeah. yeah. Um, was awesome. So played Bloody Mary, the um, bat. Who oh, was? Bat, she? she was not a vampire bat. Uh, she was a fruit bat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she made a great cocktail, um, but she was a rogue, and uh, yeah, it actually surprised me how much fun I had playing it because I was worried I was going to get bogged down in rules or. Um, kind of like remembering to do everything because rogues have quite a lot of actions but yeah it was good I enjoyed it it's good when like obviously you have people on the table who played that class anyway yeah played them for a while and they just like kind of like oh yeah you can do this by the way yeah yeah you can do this yeah Yeah, I really like having advice from others especially um, spellcasters so like if you're playing a spellcaster for the first time it can be quite overwhelming it's not just running and hitting something Um, so it's always good if you have been a spellcaster to kind of help others out and make sure they remember stuff my first two characters were warlocks Right, I yeah. literally threw myself in at the deep. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gaia mm. and Sim. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. And then I decided like being for a one shot. I decided to demon so edgy. Yeah, I know, right? I did a sorcerer as well for one shot of Hattie, and that was an absolute minefield. Like trying to remember all your sorcery points. Yeah, mm. yeah. I've never played a sorcerer actually. It's actually really good. It's just you've got to remember loads of stuff, and we know I don't remember loads of stuff very well. Warforged Zana Hell was good fun. Yeah, that's one. They're like invincible, pretty much. Like, yeah. well, they don't need to eat, they don't need to breathe, they don't yeah. need to sleep. Yeah, like, they're pretty intense as a as a race. I think some. I don't really care about that stuff. Like when I'm making a character, like I don't pick a race to for its benefits necessarily. No, I don't. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd prefer to pick a story and make the <clears throat> like make the character and story around it, and then pick like the race to go with that story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like, totally. The um, Jasper, he was just. A pyromaniac, so he was a fighting Ganassi. Yeah, yeah. So like, it goes with it. Kind of work backwards, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Like loads. I think that's how. Yeah, that's how I build characters. Mm, yeah. I, on that note, should we pick up on another talking point, which is how to create your first ever D and D character? First so ever character. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe we can talk about our own first ever characters and how we made them. Is Sai mm. going to be able to talk about his first ever character? Oh my god. <laughs> it's like a therapy session for me it's fine okay we'll get that okay <laughs> yeah, why don't you start go on you start <laughs> go on I've just realised he's never coming back I've <laughs> <laughs> suddenly just realised yeah oh um, yeah so my first ever character was a character called Morphal Venkas 
and he was a wood What's elf. What's name? Hmm. Uh, rogue, yeah. We'll never know. No. I literally told you that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know anyone's last story. Um, yeah, and I just based him on like stories that I like. Like I love the Assassin's World and like I play Assassin's Creed and stuff like that. So I thought it'd just be dead cool to have a guy that just comes up behind someone from the shadows and just jabs him in the neck. <laughs> so before you knew anything about any race, any class, you were like, I've got a story in mind or a or a I don't know, like a personality of my yeah, character. Yeah, more of a And then you work backwards. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I just want to play someone that can like hide in shadows and kill on the whim, basically. Um, and that's why I chose the subclass. What's it called? Arcane Trickster. Arcane Trickster. Why do I know your character better? I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all hate. I have, I have, uh, I have mental regression on it. That's yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to slowly take him out of my mind. Um, yeah. So. I was like, that'd be really cool just to be like part magic as well, where you can hide and hide stuff and change mm. yourself with magic. Yeah. No. Alan's yeah. Uh, just put a comment in to say um, that his first character was a human ranger named Strider, inspired after seeing Fellowship of the Ring in the cinema in 2001. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. That's it. That's so it's cool. literally a story Arrible. can inspire your character. Like, yeah. you, like, you don't have to know rules. I'm, I'm the same as Sai because we started in the same campaign on the same day and. Um, you know, that my character was based around, well, what do I want to kind of do in the game? I don't know what you do in the game. I have no idea. But I want to be a kind of, like, academic on the run. Like, I want to be a person who's, like, learned in books and things like that and wants to kind of get out in the world and learn more magic. Um, so that kind of sorted out my class. Again, I needed the help of the DM, but that because I had no idea what what was what. So that sorted my class as a wizard. And then, again, it was kind of like, well, what physically do you want to kind of look like? Or, or you know, what what, do, what body do you want your character to have? And I was like, well, I want it to go with his cheeky personality to just be like a, a little person with a big character. And so I went for a gnome, because I thought it'd be funny anyway. Uh, and so, yeah, that was it. A gnome wizard um, called Professor Fluxus. Um and we, we'll speak about backstory separately, yeah. Um, but yeah, because now we might as well. Account, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ash, what about you? Your <clears throat> first ever character? Um, so my first ever character was a little bit clumsy, to be honest. Um, as most of the group will attest, I don't plan anything <laughs> in advance. <laughs> so the first time that we actually played D and D, I shocked, didn't have a character prepared. Um, so my first ever character was called Trida. Um, she's still one of my favourite characters, to be fair. And I didn't really know what to base her on. I couldn't really think of any characters that I wanted her to be like or anything like that. Um, so I sat down with uh, James, who's one of our friends who was playing in that campaign. Um, and he... Shout out to James. Shout out to James. Shout out to James. Shout out to James. Um, and he was... He's been a DM for quite a while and has played D&D for quite a while. Um, so he's helping me with kind of character creation. So she kind of just came from that, to be honest. It, he just kind of asked me a lot of questions of like, you know, do you want it to be strong? Do you want it to do magic? Um, turns out I wanted both. Um, so she's, uh, she's a high elf barbarian, not your classic combination of class and race. Um, but she turned out pretty cool. And then I kind of got to know her a little bit more as I started playing her, um, rather than having an idea in mind before I started it. So kind of just to say that if you are 
wanting to play D&D, don't think that you have to already have all of these ideas ready to go. Um, you can just kind of make it up as you go along whilst you're finding your feet. Um, her personality-wise, as I played her more, is, uh, was actually inspired by Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, so yeah, she's very much the, like, wants to be on her own, but not really actually quite likes her group of friends. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I think for my more recent characters, I'm definitely more in a vibe of um, thinking about a character that I want it to be based on. Um, and then going from there, so Binks, for example, is based on um, Penelope Von Schweetz from Wreck-It Ralph. So cool. Um, so, cool. so now when I'm making characters, I definitely just have a think about characters that I like on TV or in films. So similar to like uh, what Alan was saying um, about watching Lord of the Rings and then, and then going from there. But yeah, it's not how my first character came around. Yeah, mine um, was... I basically did mine on a bit of a whim with you guys on my first session so I kind of got my inspiration from playing games like Elder Scrolls Online so I basically went in I didn't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons literally you messaged me on Instagram and was like yeah. you're a nerd do you want to play D&D and that was it and so there I was uh, in your house not knowing what, what I was doing <laughs> um, but I basically in any game like that um, I always pick a spellcaster so and I tend to go for like like on Elder Scrolls, most of my characters when I've made them tend to be elves and cast spells and they just look a bit different and they've got different subclasses. Um, so I went with an elf warlock. Didn't really know anything about it. Picked Pact of the Fiend because it sounded cool. Um, and that was kind of it. And from playing her, I went. I had a backstory, but obviously we'll talk about that the time. Yeah. But from playing her over time, I then am becoming more experienced. I've developed a personality, developed a backstory actually used the pact thing mm -hmm. uh, to build into the story because I've just picked it <laughs> um, and basically yeah I came from a totally new character that didn't really I didn't really know much about to like actually developing like a really good connection with her so yeah mine was inspired by games <laughs> yeah I think that's a great bit of advice realistically for anyone who's like thinking about starting is like you don't have to have it all worked out no. you've got to have kind of your ideas vaguely in line and hopefully the DM should help you or even other players um, well all of you guys helped me with Daewin yeah. particularly <laughs> like everybody had different things to, to add to it and it helped develop her so I think it's like if you would find it fun to play then just build from that yeah, yeah. totally yeah. totally and then once you've created your first character and you see everyone else's character you're kind of like oh I wouldn't mind trying that yeah. I wouldn't mind trying this there's so much inspiration in the game anyway like you've talked about Elder Scrolls we've had mm. like uh Alan on TikTok talking about Lord of the Rings like if you're a nerd and you're vaguely interested in the game of Dungeons and Dragons like you probably have some inspiration anyway you probably have some idea um, and also like I totally nicked um, Professor McGonagall's accent from Harry Potter <laughs> for, for Professor Fluxus you know I, his name yeah. is based on her um, mine's just Batman Ferox's accent is Batman but like you know like it, everyone has their own sort of like inspiration for the character it it can then be worked out afterwards and still developed like I'm, yeah. I totally agree with Kat because like even now I consider us quite experienced players because we play so often although we've not been playing for like 15-20 years we play week in week out Yeah. and um, even now if I was to create a new character for a new campaign I'm pretty confident that it's not set in stone from day one. No. Like they're meant to change over time. So 
I did this with um, a different character who's going to come up in, in the new campaign we're playing soon, Ferox, because like I found him way too serious. The first serious character I played, and it kind of was not enjoyable because it just didn't line up with who I am, yeah. personally. So like I like to crack a joke, I like to be stupid, and especially what you were saying earlier, Kat, like, that's what I get out of D and D. Yeah. Is like, you know, I can say the inappropriate jokes and like be <laughs> a, a village idiot. Like that's totally great. But as soon as I tried to play a serious character, I was like, oh, like it's not quite as enjoyable for me anymore. And so I've changed him to be kind of like less serious and more like sarcastic. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to stay true to what he was, being the mysterious guy, the broody guy. But I've changed his how he does that. So it's going to happen over time. You know, I mean, your character's going to change. And it's totally fine. Um, if anyone expects you to have them worked out from day one, don't play with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, if you think about people, like in actual real life, people change over time. So why can't your characters yeah. change and develop 100%. over time? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, doesn't like, it? Why people develop. And like when you all start, like take Ferox, for instance, he was serious. He's. He's got a harsh background, but he was like a loner. Like most of the people are loners, and then they join this group. Mm. So a group of people will change you anyway. And yeah. the experiences you go through in that, like Ferox had a big change at the end of his campaign. Yeah. If you want to find out what that is, tune oh, into yeah. our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <clears> still going to change. I've still got things about my character that in Ferox that I'm changing, and I don't think you necessarily know about as the DM. No, I. And that's that's good because. Keeps you on your yeah, toes and keeps me and the other players on the toes. But like, yeah. the, like starting the new campaign, you've been through a lot of hardship, like for the past first camp- part of the campaign, and then like it's all over now, and you're living happily within the city. Wow, just in yeah, time. We'll, we'll see. Time <laughs> to ruin it. I come along. <laughs> Your relationships change as well. Like if you take like Dayo and Ferox, like I always think it's really funny how like originally we kind of probably didn't interact all that much. Again, probably because I was super new and didn't really do all that much. But then, obviously, as we've developed over time, she's, like, demon-worshipping and you're yeah, the paladin. I'm like, yeah, good <laughs> And God it's kind of funny, like, how we've had to work around that and navigate around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it did end up in a bust-up at it one did, point. It did, yeah. You know, we'll have a separate kind of chat about this at another time, I'm sure, to do with, like, how that can work for a team. But, like, yeah, we... You know, I, tr- I totally tried to kill your character, and then I actually won. Yeah, and then you, and then you killed me. <laughs> so like, but again, you know, I woke up afterwards. The team revived me. I woke up <clears> afterwards <throat> and woke up with like a new respect and basi- basically a new relationship yeah. in in the team, which was great. You We're know, now. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah, in a strange way, it ended up like we ended up being a closer team because yeah. we tried to kill each other. Don't, don't do that in the new one because you haven't got a cleric anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We love clerics. Please, can we have a cleric? A crumb of a cleric? Yeah. Please. Yeah, I do really like the interactions between characters as well because obviously, you know, we get on as mates and stuff in the real world. Um, but it is nice to see how different characters interact with each other because of their motivations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, kind of thinking about like uh, Binks and T, which is I a character that Binks I play and, and a character that Sai plays, mm-hmm. and like you know they are very much like little and large. They're a, a forest gnome and a furbolg, but like they're they're pretty foresty. Like Binks is obviously a lot smarter as a as a wizard. Um, yeah, but. They're both pretty happy-go-lucky, care about nature, that kind of stuff. So they have pretty similar motivations in that they're just 
to start there to have a good time, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah we um, So those relationships naturally form. We had a character stamp on a flower, and I turned into a dire wolf and nearly killed him. Because <laughs> <laughs> he stamped on a flower. Yeah, it's it's a reasonable really, reaction. really pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> um, totally reasonable. Yeah, like, totally like level-headed. how that changes between characters in different campaigns as well um, yeah. and how the relationships will be different because it, it, it's nice for us as friends as well like mm. it's quite nice if your characters get on and stuff yeah. I mean Daywin can suck it she's getting it in this next <laughs> no one likes Daywin everyone hates her <laughs> I think like you mentioned a word there which um, actually I'm, I'm going to give him a second shout out James mm-hmm. told to me once and he said the number one if you don't have anything else about your character decided yeah. decide their motivation yeah because that gives you loads. It literally gives you their personality, their character. It decides for you in a lot of cases how you're going to role play a, a, a combat, how you're going to role play a conversation. If you know the number one reason why your character exists and is in the game, you can take that a long way. Uh, and then afterwards, think about yeah, the, all of the excess stuff like okay, who who is my family and. You know, um, what do I want to even look like? Which, you know, might yeah. might be a mega part of your character, might not be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, motivation above and beyond anything else, that's helped me create so many more characters that are actually genuinely interesting as well, rather than just, you know, I'm here to adventure, but I don't quite know why. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, that's like, okay, it's a very two-dimensional character. 